Lewis. What's up, what's up? It's your boy AT and your boy AE coming to you live and direct with another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life where we break down the bars, relate to the rhymes so we can shed light on our lives. Just listen. What's up, it's your boy AT coming to you live and direct with another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life. Is this the first podcast of 2024? I think it is. Because I think the last one I did on NYE, didn't I? Yeah. Um, it's only the 9th of January. And so much has happened. So much has happened. I've got so much to share with you guys. Tupac Shakur. Brenda's Got a Baby is the title of our track this week. Now, we got to this track in two ways, and this is why I've got so much to talk about. The first way was, if you happen to listen to the episode last week, the game mentions Brenda's Got a Baby, and then I said, park that, park that line, we'll come to that tune this week. So we came to this tune via that route. But we've also come to this tune in a completely unique way, or I personally came to this tune in a completely unique way through a number of podcasts that I've listened to this week. I think this might be the greatest week of podcasts that I've listened to in ever. And I wanted to share them with you because I feel like they had a massive impact with me in a number of ways. I don't expect any of you guys to listen to it, but I just want you to follow me, follow me with this one. So the first podcast I listened to was a podcast by Andrew Huberman with David Goggins. David Goggins is an absolute G. I read his book, Can't Hurt Me, a fair few years ago. It definitely had a huge impact on my life and it definitely made me think of things in a different way, made me challenge myself in a number of ways. And it was just great to see David uh, like that and just being real. That guy's one of the most realest motherfuckers alive. He's so raw. He's just so raw and he's so sick and he's very inspiring in his own way. And then out of nowhere, Cat William drops on Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay. And that podcast was unbelievable. And there's a specific point in the podcast where Cat just drops. Let me go to this question right here. It's cool. All people that love the truth got to be happy if the truth coming out and lies is getting exposed. That's just what time it is. 2024, folks. Are you related to uh, Luda? And you're like, how, how is this not a sign? How is this not a sign that 2024 is definitely going to be better than the last for me? It's definitely going to be better than the last for me. And then on a real random wild tangent, I finally listened to Theo Vaughn with Sean Strickland. And I'm going to share this like in a link, but I need to prepare anyone that listens to it that it's almost like an hour, an hour and a half of just pure garbage. And not garbage because it's garbage for the sake of garbage sense, but it's just like there's just something so powerful in that podcast. But you have to persevere and endure with it. And when 
that moment hit me, it hit me like an absolute car crash. And without giving too much away, because I don't really want to give it away, Tupac, through Brenda's Got a Baby, is explaining why Sean is the way that he is. The way Sean is the way that he is, is Park explaining it on Brenda's Got a Baby. Thug life. Do you know what it means? The hate you give little infants fucks everybody. That's what thug life means. And we're going we're gonna to keep that mantra through 2024. The production. The production on this track is... It feels like it's part of a play, doesn't it? It really feels like it's part of a play. And it's just very, very powerful. It's simple, but it's powerful. And sometimes the most simplest things are the most powerful things. But just let's be real for a second. This was Park's second single release of his debut album. It was his second single released off his debut album. And he's talking about things like this. I never knew this. I never knew this about Brenda's Got a Baby, but it's off a, it's based off a true story. Um, an article was written in the New York Times, and I'm going to read off a bit because I feel like it needs its just due. But fuck me, is it rough? At 12 years old, the New York City girl is already an orphan, a rape victim, and a mother. Now, two days after her newborn son was rescued from the maw of a trash compactor, she has become something more, a symbol of the violence that stalks the young in some corners of this city. She never had no chance, said a neighbour, who, like most others who were interviewed yesterday, spoke only on the condition of anonymity. Most of us don't expect her to recover from this. She has gone through too much, too young. At four... A fire killed both of her parents and she passed into the care of an aunt whom her neighbours in the Brownsville section of Brooklyn described as emotionally unstable. Drugs and alcohol invaded the home, the neighbours said. The girl was co-signed to a class for slow learners and faithfully attended each day. Perhaps her only triumph in a world where staying in school is a Herculean task. As if to punctuate the disorder of a life as troubled as it has been, short, the girl's 21-year-old cousin and adoptive brother, Clarence Perry, was arrested yesterday as he threatened to fling himself off the roof of the housing project building where they live. He told the police that he was the father of the baby. He was charged with rape. The girl was accused of putting the infant in a trash chute hours after she gave birth and letting the baby, a boy wrapped in a shopping bag, fall four stories into the compactor. Two maintenance men said they heard the baby's cries just as they were about to start the machine. The baby suffered hypothermia but no bodily injuries and the young mother was charged as a juvenile with attempted murder. That is the inspiration for this tune. And it ain't nothing to joke about, like, whew, that is heavy, to say the least. Credit to Park, man. I want to say that 
Actually, I'll speak about this afterwards. Let's go. Brenda's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby. One of the most simplest chorus of all time, right? Literally the title of the track. Literally the title of the track. And did you know that the guy singing this, Dave Hollister, is actually the front singer for Blackstreet? So, you know, this was one of the earliest recorded singles from him delivered. So in some respects, you got to say, all those bangers that Blackstreet produced, courtesy of Park. Park had an air for some people. I don't know if you know the story about how he had an air for John B as well. You need to, if you know your R&B, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, shout out Park for all the ability to recognize real as soon as he heard it. Bars. I hear Brenda's got a baby, but Brenda's barely got a brain. A damn shame. The girl can hardly spell her name. That's not our problem. That's up to Brenda's family. Well, let me show you how it affects our whole community. I hear Brenda's got a baby, but Brenda's barely got a brain. A damn shame, the girl can hardly spell her name. That's not our problem, that's up to Brenda's family. Well, let me show you how it affects our whole community. Now it's crazy what we consider is our problem until it's our problem. So we might mock things like immigration, or we might mock things like, oh my God, you know, all the underage teenage pregnancies that are going on in this country or that country or in this area or that local um, street. And you judge it and you can't help but judge it. I think it's just um, a human nature thing. But, <laughs> you know, until we start recognising that actually, shit, it's not right that that's happening. Maybe, uh, Maybe I should be able to... Maybe I could help. And if I can't help, then the, the least thing I could do is maybe I could just be less judgmental. Maybe I shouldn't have to say something about it and like belittle some people because it's like, oh, it's Brandon's family's fault. But maybe it's not Brenda's family's fault because you don't realize that Brenda's parents got killed in a fire. That ain't her fault. How is that her fault? And actually without the right social care, without the right provisions in place, she's a 12-year-old with a kid. She is literally not old enough to spell her own name. And yet she's got a baby. And, and it fucks everything up. Thug life. The hate you give young infants fucks everything. Thug life. I thought, <laughs> I've said it a hundred times already, but for Park to put this as his second single, his second single of his debut album, it takes a type of innovative look on life and music, the power of music, and his complexion of what he wanted to deliver as an artist in a, in a huge way, in a huge powerful way. And it's, it's something that I think I'm going to end up repeating a lot, but bars. It's just sad because I bet Brenda doesn't even know just because you're in the ghetto 
doesn't mean you can't grow. It's sad because I bet Brenda doesn't even know. Just treasure in the ghetto doesn't mean you can't grow. Bars. Absolute bars. Park is absolutely a shining example of this. Kendrick is a shining example of this. In some respects, anyone that makes it out of the rap game with, with the right credentials, not grew up in a middle school and became a rapper only because only because you have to value those that have come through true hardship to recognize how well they've done and it's so true you can grow in any environment it's just so much harder for others that is where the true inequality in life lies it doesn't lie in wealth in some respects, it does lie in wealth, but I just think wealth is more of a symptom of it as opposed to it lies in the opportunities that are given to people. If people are given an opportunity, the same amount of opportunities as others, and through quote-unquote poor parenting, quote-unquote poor cognitive abilities, whatever it may be, in some respects, that's on you, that's on them, that's not on the system. But if the system says, hey, here's a subset of people, through no fault of their own, they do not get access to the same amount of opportunities as other people because of the ability to pay for those opportunities or, for instance, being given a mortgage because you actually, in a local area, scrap that, being given the opportunity to be at a better school because you're in that local area, but not being given the opportunity because actually you don't live in that local area. Because you're not in the catchment area, you can't send your kid to a better school than the ones that are available to you. Like if you're willing to put the time in and do the driving or whatever you want to call it, then why shouldn't your kid be allowed to go to a better school for what you think is better for your child? And Again, just to circle back, like shout out to all those, all those artists, all those rappers. It doesn't have to be a rapper. I'm just saying it. all those artists that have really come through true hardship, true rough ends, and still being able to make a success out of themselves. It's hard. It's harder. It's harder. And Brenda had the opportunity. It'd have been really, really fucking hard, really hard. But she still could have done it. It's just no one showed her away. No one gave a fuck to show her away. Facts. She tried to hide her pregnancy from her family who didn't care to see or give a damn if she went out and had a church of kids as long as when the check came, they got first dibs. She tried to hide her pregnancy from a family who really didn't care to see or give a damn if she went out and had a church of kids as long as when the check came, they got first a perpetual cycle, a perpetual cycle of what I consider the welfare system. And again, I'm not making judgments. This is from a place of non-judgment at all, but I definitely would say in the narrow lens of my life, I've noticed that those that are on welfare have kids earlier, have, have kids before they finish education because they get a check for the child. They get a check for the child. So if you have kids at a certain particular age you get a check from welfare 
And so if you have another one, you get another check. If you have another one, you have another check. And then the moment that they're, I think it's 16 or 18, I don't know what the, the actual age is, but the moment they hit the age where you can't get money for them, well, then I'm kicking them out of the house because they don't bring nothing for me. They either get a job so that they can bring money for me or they get the fuck out of here. And it's just, you know, it's that nature against nurture. These kids don't have an opportunity to be nurtured because psychologically they're almost from the moment that they're being conceived, they're being conceived as a commodity. It's 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 a it's a money revenue generating system for them. It's the, just having a child. Have a kid and you'll get money. It's it's fucked, but that's that's the truth of the matter. And no one cared. No one cared that she was twelve. Like she's a bit embarrassed. She's like, hey, well, fuck, man, I'm I'm pregnant. I'm trying to hide it. No one gave a fuck. They're like, oh, you got you're gonna have a kid as long as you have a kid. That's all right. Just as long as we get the money for the kid, otherwise you can't stay here. That's the brutality of life. That is the brutality of life. For some people, not everyone, but for some people. Now, Brenda's belly's getting bigger, but no one seems to notice any change in her figure. She's 12 years old and she's having a baby in love with a molester who's sexing her crazy. And yet, all she thinks is that he'll be with her forever and dreams of a world where the two of them are together. Whatever. He left her and she had the baby solo. Now Brenda's belly's getting bigger But no one seems to notice any change in her figure She's 12 years old and she's having a baby In love with the molester who's sex and her crazy And yet and also thinks that'll be with her forever And dreams of a world where the two of them are together Whatever He left there and she had the baby solo <laughs> I realise that this is some really, really dark material To start 2024 off I, I realise that but at the end of the day, I'm going to try and do my best to try and link one episode to link to another episode and see where it takes us. So obviously, hate or love it led us to Brenda's Got a Baby. And I, I will try and explain where this track leads us into the next one. But just there's there's something here that I think I need to just highlight in terms of how good an artist is. I want to do make a lot more effort on the tracks that I pick as to why an artist is so much better than someone else. Like a Bars Rhymes and Life artist is a Bars Rhymes and Life artist for a reason. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, the rhyme scheme is nothing crazy, but it's the power of when he says whatever. It's the delivery of the word whatever. It makes everything so realistic visually contextualizes what it's actually like to be in that situ because you're meant to be shocked you're meant to be shocked that he left her and he let a 12 year old kid have the baby solo but it's not shocking and do you know how hard it is to deliver that like when you read it you want to go whatever you want to put some emphasis on it but he doesn't put any emphasis or whatever he's so nonchalant with the delivery because Abusers are like that. Abusers abuse, 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 abuse until there's nothing left to abuse. Then you're not, then you're not, you're not like worth anything to them. And in the moment that they get a little bit of 
that the, the victim gets an, a little bit of self-worth or a hint of confidence or a hint of that, they'll kick in and start abusing you again. But my guy, Clarence, I think was the name from the article. It's like, yeah, he's just lied to her. She's just a 12-year-old girl. The fuck does she know? Of course, she's experiencing all these feelings for the first time. And again, such adult, 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 horrible feelings to like, you know, it's, it's pedophilia, it's molestation, it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked up shit. But as a 12-year-old girl, she's thinking she's going to spend the rest of her life with this dude. She's thinking, wow, I found, you know, my parents died in a fire. Uh, uh, she's considered like slow. She's She needs to go to a special school. So you can think about how easily she can be influenced and how naive this girl is and how she's got no nothing, no structures that give her any sense of support or any sense of, hey, this is the direction you need to go in. Any sense of discipline about stay away from boys or anything like that. She's got nothing. All she had was him and he abused her, man. He abused her to the fucking fullest. And when there was nothing left to do, whatever, whatever he left her, whatever he left her. It's so, it's so pivotal to that set of lines. One word changes everything about that, that verse. And Park was a master of emphasis of words. He's absolute master in terms of emphasis of words. He left her, whatever, he left her. So what? She had the baby solo. Oh, I don't know if you've seen the video. The oh, video's rough, man. That's <laughs> a rough video to watch, especially that bit where she has the baby solo, so to speak. It's not fun at all, but it's real. And that's what 2024 is about. Cat, Cat Williams said it. Cat Williams. So Cat Williams called it out. The year of the truth of 2024. Facts. Now, Brenda's got to make her own way. Can't go to her family. They won't let her stay. No money, no babysitter. She couldn't keep a job. She tried to sell crack and end up getting robbed. So now, what's next? It ain't nothing left to sell. So she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent, so she really can't complain. Prostitute found slain, and Brenda's her name. She's got a baby. Now Brenda's gotta make her own way. Can't go to a family, they won't let us stay. No money, no babysitter, she couldn't keep a job. She tried to sell crack, but ends up getting robbed. So now what's next? It ain't nothing left to sell. So she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent, so she really can't complain. Prostitute fell, slain. It shows how important it is to one, develop skills independently, independent of your own. Being a dependent in any form of life, any form of situation, isn't useful because you're tethered to the people that you're dependent on. And you're expecting people that you're depending on to act in your best interest. And that's not always the case. Of course, of course, people should. But that's not always the case. And I just think to myself that if Brenda was able to take Park's um, knowledge around, I wish she could understand that even in the ghetto, you could still grow. 
If she thought, let me just learn how to add, then maybe she could run a cash register. You know, maybe if I learned just how to like pick up a job and serve people, maybe I could be a waitress and pick up tips. It's it's the fact that she just wasn't shown anything. She was just left to her own devices. What do you expect? What do you expect someone who's defenseless, helpless? What do you expect them to do? And then she's ended up with this dickhead Clarence. What do you expect? He he just wants her for his own terrible vices. He's not interested in developing her or making her a bad person. He just wants to use and abuse her. So what else is there left to do? And it's just like, you know, you slowly but surely fall into the depths of darkness. Now, I've not finished that whole article to know if that's what exactly happens to this child in the the New York Times articles. Does she end up in prostitution or is that like a a bit of an abstraction from Park and he's just changed the story a bit because it's based on loosely on the true story, not on the actual story itself. But it ties into the next track. It ties into the next track because KDOT's got a track off Section 80. Do you know it? I bet you don't. Uh, I believe it's either a tribute to this tune or it's also, uh, in some respects, a follow-up. Like, it's Kendrick following in Tupac's um, legacy of this narrative. And, it, and you know, it's not just st- it just doesn't stop there. So... That will be my next track of Bars, Rhymes and Life. Let's see if you get it. I mean, I don't expect anyone to reach out, but if you know what track it is going to be of Section 80, let me know. we got to keep it real. 2024, the year of truth, people. Nothing but love to Park. Thug life, respect. Rest in peace, man. You've been a huge inspiration to my life. That's that's certain facts. And Park was my number one before Kendrick came into my life. Park was one. Park was one and then Kendrick came and Kendrick kind of just took it over. I just got to be real about the situation. But yeah, what an incredible track. Nothing but love to Park and all of his fans. Nothing but love to all the BRL listeners out there. One.